0: Hi guys, welcome to another episode of The Tea with Seuss. Thank you for always listening. Thank you for coming here every Tuesday to listen to this podcast. It means so much to me. Today, I'll be talking about something very interesting. It's interesting to me because it's a topic I can never get tired of talking about, right? I want to talk about relationships. Today, I'll be talking about the myths, myths about relationships, M-I-M-Y-T-H-S m-y-t-h-s about relationships myths about relationships i am not a relationship expert i just have a couple of say um, opinions and let me see ideologies you know that i have it's, i like talking about relationships i'm very interested and invested in them so i um, intentionally look out for helpful knowledge or information along those lines and I like to share information with people too so like I said not an expert just an enthusiast if that is even a proper word so today I'll be talking I'll be debunking slash discussing five relationship myths myths (laughs) five myths about relationships and then debunking some discussing the others hopefully there'll be a part two or maybe a spin-off of, you know, this topic next week. So, come back next Tuesday. Thank you. The first one is Opposites Attract. This is, this one is funny. I decided to start with this one so that you, you can put me in the mood to really talk about this, right? I, I never really understood when they said Opposites Attract. Why? Why are Opposites Attracting? is this is this is not about um, being a magnet you when know? like, i was like i'm a human being i'm a human being so why are opposites attracting i understand maybe um uh, I, what i what i've always interpreted as is opposites interest or opposites fascinate for example if i have an introverted person Uh, I think that when I go out and I interact with other people who are extrovert are you know, who can be the life of the party, who are very energetic, I think I'll be fascinated by them. Like, oh, this is someone doing something that, you know, I'm not interested in doing or I'm unable to do. So I think that it can fascinate me seeing seeing someone with features that I don't possess or seeing someone with... um, yeah just meeting someone that is not like me i think it can be fascinating it can be interesting it can be intriguing like oh this is this is out of you know my this is out of the box for me so maybe that would be interesting but when it comes to relationships that means two people interacting maybe living together i don't think opposites attract and Stay together. Like I don't think it can be a working relationship. Maybe in physical features, also one person is fair and the other person is dark. Maybe one is tall, the other is short. One is, you know. But I think that when it comes to values, when it comes to the really important things, not just um superficial things. I mean, things on the outside or external attributes. When it comes to internal attributes, I think it is better for you. To, I think your relationship would would um would be better with somebody who you are more alike. Um, i like to or i like with you get like if i am a generous person i think that i would relate better with people who are also generous like with people who feel the need or people who are moved you know by the need or by the needs of others people who want to give towards charity or just help people around them i think i'll be more drawn to people like that than somebody who is obviously or you know um, seriously stingy I don't think my relationship with with a stingy person can work even as a friend, not to talk of a romantic, you know, a special relationship. So opposites do not attract. Maybe they interest, maybe they fascinate, maybe they intrigue, but when it comes to relationships, opposites attracting is, I don't think is the best one. Moving on, your partner, and this is another myth, that your partner will complete you Um. And I don't say make you feel okay. The Second one is your partner will complete you and meet you and meet all your needs. First of all, boyfriend, not man of Galilee. I don't know. It, it is it is an unnecessary burden to put another person when you say somebody is completing you. Why? Why is another human being that you have not that you did not. Um, as you are not born with somebody who you met along the line in life somebody who i mean it's a total stranger because at, at every point even your best friend was once a stranger right so even people you are closest to today were once strangers including your or well, maybe not your parents or your family but you know what i'm talking about so why is another person completing you it is it is impossible it is unrealistic it is unfair to anyone to any partner any romantic partner any boyfriend any girlfriend to put that pressure on them to complete you or to fulfill your needs like this is um this is not the only relationship you have in your life you have your parents you have siblings if you do have siblings most people have siblings most people have parents You have friends, you have other people in your life, colleagues, you know, just the other parts of your life that can, you know, compliment you. I still don't agree that anybody can complete you. Yeah, it sounds nice in songs, or in love letters, or in poems, oh, you complete me, Mm, but do they really complete you? Because you are a full human being by yourself, you are a full full person rather by yourself, on your own, because nobody else can complete you, someone can just come to compliment you, someone can come to add value to your life, someone can come to make things better for you, but not complete, and this idea of your partner being everything for you, oh, everything is my all in all, only Jesus is my all in all, Only the Lord because nobody else can. Every other person is flawed, every other person is damaged or broken or you know, faulted in some way. So why would I but it's an unrealistic expectation, like I said earlier. So this lie that your partner would complete you or meet all your needs is just not fair. It is unrealistic and and, and, and I don't know. Then there's, there's also this thing I've heard, you know, being said to men, Oh, when you get baby, you become responsible. When you have a woman, you become more responsible, you become more focused. I don't, I also don't agree. Like, you are either responsible or not. So maybe having a partner would make you see things differently. Maybe, maybe now that you are, now that you are in a committed relationship with someone, you begin to plan the future or you begin to take, you know, more, serious steps about life maybe but it is it still boils and um, boils down to your kind of person to the things that you value and things that you want already it's not about oh so once i have a babe then automatically become more responsible once i have a wife i have become a responsible person it does not work like that so that's just like yeah about the second myth then the third myth is that sex keeps a relationship this one i i struggled i struggled with it for quite a while but then when when i was in um, some years ago i think i was about 19 i had a relationship at the time and it, it became a topic not an argument just a topic for discussion i like to talk about the things you know, that i feel and things that i'm going through because i mean i can't assume that you know what is going on in my head so if i'm Dating you, you would hear a lot of internal conversations that I have in my head anyway. So we, we got talking about you know sex and everything, and and next person was of the opinion that at the time he was of the opinion that sex is a bond in a relationship, and once you are um, in a sexual relationship with a person, you know the, the bond is stronger and it is um, it is a it is a better re- or it, that relationship has a better chance of surviving than a non-sexual one and even at the time i did not believe it you know i argued a bit you know when we had some back and forth about it I, I just let it go and then moving on if i discover that you know it's maybe it works for some people but i think that for most people it does not sex is not a bond it is a it can be a soul tie yes it can be a form of connection with somebody that, i mean for you to have sex except it's like casual you know for people who can have casual sex except for that it is a connection because there are feelings involved with this person and you are solidifying your emotional feelings with physical contact right so yes it is um it creates connection yeah let me just say it creates a connection but it does not create um, a bond or it does not create unity that does not exist whether a couple you know is having sex or not if they are united they are united that is if they have similar views in life they would have similar views one person can pretend to like what the other person likes but eventually sex will not make me pick up your hobbies or sex will not make me start liking the things that you like or you know there's just not that unity it's not about the sex there are relationships where there is no sexual intimacy they are they have um, decided maybe to abstain Intentionally, or they're just not, for whatever reason, are relationships where there is no sexual intimacy and the 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 union is strong. So sex is not a bond. And for those who are even having sex, frequent sex is th- is not a guarantee that the relationship would work. You can have sex with a person every day for ten years, and you would still not end up being together. And I may end up being together in a way in, in maybe. In a marriage sense or just for future for 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 the se- for the sense of the future not every there are people who have sex in their relationships and still break up and there are people who don't have sex in their relationships and still break up it is about your personality or your personalities together for the people that you are for the person that you are with right so I think that um um yeah I said sex does not create sex will not create what does not exist do not create a unity or a friendship that does not exist at the end of the day sex is sex and for people who can you know detach themselves emotionally from it imagine you imagine for a bond from somebody who does not connect emotionally to sex you are wasting i don't say you're safe but your time so sex is not a bond that is my opinion on that the fourth one is that jealousy equals love this one is dangerous and i used to believe it's that you know when you are when you're in love with somebody you'll be jealous over them i understand the fact that you you care for someone right or okay, let me give this scenario because i cannot fully capture the whole sense of jealousy in this one podcast so if i am in a relationship with someone and you know Maybe someone else is moving to them, like is paying them some special attention. And I'm thinking, why is this person paying my boyfriend so much attention? I don't like it. It makes me uncomfortable. Maybe that is, you know, some. I think that's some form of jealousy. Like, oh, don't come near my boyfriend because you're like marking your territory, saying my person, my girlfriend, my boyfriend. So if somebody tries to cross that imaginary line or that, let me see, emotional line. By coming very close to your your partner, your significant other, it would you know it it may let me not say because oh, I, I I can't speak for everyone. It may upset you. It may throw you off balance. It be like, what's going on here? Don't come near my personal space. That kind of jealousy, I agree with. I understand. But the one where you become so possessive that that so possessive that you want to keep them to yourself, you're jealous over them. So you want to keep them to yourself. You want to just you know put a bowl over them so no one else can see them or you're just marking everywhere you're going you know your your demeanor your character is showing don't come close don't come close maybe, maybe, maybe you should calm down maybe you should drink water and actually calm down and rest and calm down once again because nobody belongs to you even if the person is married to you you, it is not like they belong to you it's like you belong to each other that is how i think marriage works right you belong to each other so put on your are in a working lasting union so if somebody is let me say encroaching on your territory so to say it is not by it is not by um what's this word it's not by sauntering around your partner and just, you know, trying to be a peacock around them and cover them from people or being defensive. Or basically, jealousy is a form of insecurity, right? And you can either fuel it or you kill it. It is normal to feel some type of way if you, if you feel someone is trying to, you know, make a move on your partner. It is normal, but that being, um, that ideology of being possessive or trying to own them or trying to hide them, Trying to control them, you cannot control anybody, you cannot control the situation. You don't even know where these people, for example, if you are in a relationship, your partner goes to work every day, for example, you don't know what is going on at their office. You don't know how many people are making a move on them. If, if you want to focus on how many people are interested in your partner, you will not enjoy life basically because you will be stressed even if your partner is not so attractive there will always be somebody who finds them attractive even if you think oh he's not really fine or she's not really fine somebody will find them super fine and they would make a move on them so you better just calm down if you don't trust your partner to um, to stay loyal to you then maybe you should not be with them if you don't trust yourself if, if you feel like you're not enough for somebody and you're always jealous when you see maybe somebody better or a better perspective around them maybe you should check yourself too So jealousy does not equal love and I know people in people who have been in emotionally abusive relationships would definitely agree because jealousy is just not love. If someone can be jealous over you and not love you, it can just be them trying to control you or trying to gain possession over you. Right? So if you are insecure, that is on you. You feel like you're not enough, that is on you, not your partner. So there's no need to make life unbearable for them. And if your partner is, you know, leading other people on, then that is on them not really on you because if somebody wants to be loyal to you they will be loyal to you whether i mean it doesn't really have anything to do with you that they are this person is a loyal person it doesn't have to do with you so whether you are good or bad if they want to be loyal to you they will so calm down jealousy does not equal love the last thing i want to say about that is jealousy is filled by fear and there is no fear in love that is thats That is that and the last one this one is also quite interesting it is about soulmates you know the are people who believe that there's everyone has a soulmate and there's one person for you and when, when you meet this person you know the world is a better place and everything is all cupcakes and rainbows and you know the birds are whistling in the air life is just sweet you know everybody's just okay i don't agree I do not agree that everybody has or like we all have soulmates. We have one person that is made for us and when we are with the person, life is perfect. I don't agree. This is what I believe. I think that you can have great relationships with many people. I think that there are many people in life that you would meet that you would have solid, amazing relationships with. And this is based on the things that you value and you want in a partner I think you get me so it's not like there's one person for you there are if for example you value let me say kindness generosity and um, honesty for example in a relationship there are many people who have those qualities now it is more you have a higher chance of, of building a solid relationship with somebody who has the same values as you do than you know in, than other people who don't you know believe the same things that you believe or Think the same way you think so i i believe that there are many people i don't want to put a number on it because eventually there are many people who would have the characteristics that you want in a partner so when you meet those people one of those people or when you meet those people you would have you would enjoy a better relationship with those people there is no one person for one person first of all let's even say what if a person die are you saying that you have no chance at a happy relationship or at a you know at a loving relationship in life, I don't agree because people die. No, for real, people die. So imagine if your soulmate has died twenty years ago and you are here waiting and saying God when God when God whenever God when Jesus comes back because you will be lonely. You will not be happy. So I do not believe in soulmates. I don't think that um um there is just one person that you can enjoy life with, I think that, I believe that even if God, for those who believe in God, I believe that even if God molds the perfect partner for you, mm, let's even say that, God makes somebody just for you, with your spec, internal and external spec, and he makes this person for you and sends them to you, the truth is, you and this person will still have issues, you and this person will still have disagreements, because they are a different person entirely. They would most likely have different ideologies, a a little bit different from you. It's not like the major things, but there will still be some things that there will still be some character traits, there will be some behavior, there will be some foolishness in them that you would not, you know, be comfortable with. But because the pros outweigh the cons, you are willing to work on that relationship and to make it work. So, even if God molds somebody for you, you still have to build the relationship. And I think that building relationship is better than finding a perfect relationship i'm not saying this one one's under topic for another day but I, I i think you should understand what i'm saying that you cannot build the perfect relationship with, with one you can't um, find yes you cannot find the perfect relationship you cannot enter into a perfect relationship you build it with somebody who you have you know similar value and ideologies with with these few points of mine i hope i've been able to debunk slash demystify slash discuss a few myths about relationship and um, yeah like I said hopefully there will be a part two or maybe a spin off of this topic as always I really hope for um, I'm, I really look forward to your comments I really look forward to your suggestions to I enjoy the back and forth that I get on whatsapp that I get on you know that I get from people who listen people who send me comments from other people when they repost, I really enjoy it because I also learn. Some things I think, you know, maybe they are set in stone. Someone has come to that point of view, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, because, I mean, I like to think that I'm very teachable, so I like to learn from other people. I pick what is useful and what is valuable to me, and I pay no mind to the rest because, I mean, not everybody's formula will work for me eventually. My point is, please send comments, please send feedback. I cannot wait to hear what you have to say about this topic thank you so much for listening please don't forget to share with people that you know on social media platforms thank you so much bye